Today on the JRW Audio Experience, I answer the question, why text marketing is so much more valuable and relevant in 2021 than email marketing. Enjoy. So in 2021, it's really important to always be paying attention to what's relevant and understanding where the consumer is. And when you understand the consumer moves the fastest, the consumer is essentially operating with complete friction-free living. The consumers are living life friction-free and they're using speed. Speed is the only strategy a lot of consumers are leveraging. And once you understand that, that means they're never really slowing down, inspecting, auditing, or so forth. So if they're moving that fast and I'm trying to do business with someone, it's essential for me to also try and stay with them. The closer I am to someone, the, the proximity between A and B, the bigger it is, the less likely I am to relate connect, empathize, reach, influence, impact. So a big topic when it comes to marketing and text marketing versus email marketing is text marketing in 2021 is getting what emails got back in 1990. Emails were getting 99, 90% to 99% open rates in the early 90s and the late 80s. And today in 2021, text marketing is getting that same number. Text marketing today, if you send out a text, you're looking at 90 to 100% open rates. So once you understand that and you understand the fact that the TV and the radio are kind of merging into the phone, the cell phone is becoming the TV and the radio. And if you look at history, history shows us we've shifted it back and forth from the radio to the TV as the platform that people leverage for attention and overcoming obscurity to then gain their awareness of their audience and so forth. So if you want to try and connect, if you want to try and influence, if you want to try and impact, if you want to try and bring value to people, the easiest way to connect to someone in today's world, realistically, outside of obviously podcasting and content creation via the written word, photo and video online at scale. Since I started my podcast and I'm on social uh, social media and I'm doing this daily and I have a blog and I have I have a video log and I have a podcast, I have consistently grown via commitment, courage, focus, and discipline to then have a massive community being developed, organic, and it's organic. People will all of a sudden donate $500. All of a sudden, I'll get a fan that will contribute $500 to Weirman Media and my podcast because they support the More Love Nation movement. Shout out to Isaiah Soul, my brother, and the clothing brand that we launched, www.morelovenation.com, which is an evolutionary concept of unity over fighting over and being simplistic over complex and overcoming the complexities of ego and growth to then unite rather than fight. So that's a, a amazing thing that we're seeing come from this whole process is the organic brand following we're developing by focusing on advocating, educating, and empowering at scale via the written word, photo, and video. And text marketing is at the very front of that. It's one of my primary theses is it's the response to consumer signal. The first company I ever ran was a moving company, and the number one thing and the most important variable I realized was promptness and communication. If you are prompt and you reduce the response time to every signal, keep in mind, a signal can be anything like a like on Instagram, like a like on Twitter. So the more you share at scale, the more signals you're receiving. The more prompt you are, my thesis was if you respond within one to three minutes, then you have a 90 to 100 percent more likely you're more likely to have a positive experience with that customer. So it's response to consumer signal. If someone every time they reach every time you reached out to them, they respond almost instantaneously. That means they're being making themselves available. That means they're not living in ego. That means they're being of service. They're looking at how they can connect 
and reach out to you and be of service and provide you with something. So when I was running my moving company, one of the first things I did is I developed a uh, sales strategy where we would instantly, when a lead came in, we always, 100% of the time, had a response within one to three minutes. And it was a multi-omni-channel response. So we would, we would text, we would email, and we would call. And we developed a strike system where after we had three strikes, if, if they didn't answer or they, didn't, or they said no three times, then we left them alone. But most of the time, based on the response to consumer signal and leveraging text marketing as our primary focus, we would send a brief template in the text market. In the text marketing, we would send a te- uh, short little, like it was like a one paragraph summary of our template of fees and charges and services. And then we also would send our URL. And then we would send that same thing to their web, to their email. And then we would also call them on top of that. And then 90, it was like 90 to 100% of the time then when I called them and they picked up and I ended up reserving the moving job. So that was one of the most important lessons I've ever learned was response to consumer signal and the thesis behind understanding promptness and communication. So uh, that's a really big topic, and that was one of the primary reasons I had success scaling a million-dollar moving company. I scaled that company from zero dollars to a million dollars, and I was living – the first truck, I was actually living out of the first truck, and I was living out of the truck by day – and I mean, by night and then doing jobs by day, I would go load the truck up by day, do three to four jobs in a day. And then I would go shower at the gym and then I would sleep in the back of the truck and I would wake up and I would do three to four more jobs again. And then I actually scaled that to like, we had six trucks. We were, we were operating in three States. And then, uh, I had a bad, a bad, uh, two week stretch where, uh, three trucks crashed in a, in a relative, like 14 day short period of time. So I basically went out of business when I lost three trucks, I've had three trucks get totaled. And it was absolutely incredibly depressing. But at the end of the day, it's understanding that that value I gained from that was the disruptiveness. The disruptive failure I went through based on running that business was it taught me about response to consumer signal. It taught me about promptness. It taught me about text marketing. And I like to always look at the people that are doing it better than me. That's why I look to Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk is literally like the number one of the number one businessmen in the world right now and entrepreneurs and his thesis and his concepts that he leans into are all of these things. It's empirical science. It's testing. It's measuring. It's developing. It's being transparent, authentic and vulnerable. It's inspecting, adapting and growing. It's all these things. And he's implementing empirical principles with his content creation. And then when, when you test, measure and develop and you have healthy feedback loops, you're essentially being scientific. And if you implement the characteristics of focus, courage, commitment, respect, and openness, you then start to see the drastic improvement. And you start to leverage speed as your strategy. And you start to remove subjectivity. And you start to operate as objectively as possible. And that's why it's so essential to understand empirical concepts and overcoming the complexities of growth, which is ego is the number one killer of, killer of growth. The silent killer of growth is complexity and size, and that equates to ego. And that's one of my all-time favorite books I've ever read is The Innovator's Dilemma and The Founder's Mentality. Those two books summarize the concepts that I represent uh, in the media company today, my podcast, also just in my personal life, but also just in general, it's, it's what I believe in. So, yeah, at the end of the day, text marketing over email marketing. Email marketing is rigid. It's more out of date. And text marketing is the more time-relevant marketing tool. And it's, I would say, my number one most valuable tool is when I text market people. I almost always, nearly 100% of the time, I'm getting a response, not not just an open, a response. I'm getting a response almost 100% of the time. So I send out a, a link to my podcast, and I send out a brief message, 
and I personalize that message. That's another key characteristic of it when you reach out, personalize it. Say, hello, Jane. Say, hello, Bob. Personalize the message. If you were going to say hi to a friend you haven't seen in six months, you want to make sure that you say hi to them and say their name. You don't just say, hey, hey, guy, hey, girl. You want to say, hey, Jane. Hey, hey, David. Hey, Bob. How are you guys doing? Thanks for checking. You know, that's just personalizing and that's just caring and that's just showing that you actually, at the end of the day, care. So at the end of the day, that is one of the most powerful tools that people need to start listening and understanding is that power of text marketing. It's incredibly affordable. It's not that expensive. And the thing that's great about it is you can reverse engineer marketing in a really affordable fashion, right? You can start making pennies work like dollars because that's what we're doing. We're making pennies work like dollars because text marketing, you, you start reverse engineering it and you target business to business. So anyone that starts a business should start a business to business concept and model because business to business models readily have emails and phone numbers available. So if you reverse engineer targeting the B to C and you picture Picture you do a good job with a business owner, and then you they have 500 employees, right? Well, guess who's going to get work with their 500 employees with whatever service, solution, concept, or idea that they're bringing forward because they represent a five-star quality product without the five-star price. So at the end of the day, that's incredibly important, and all this stuff really comes full circle when you start to realize it. It's about communication. It's about promptness. It's about caring. It's about being an advocator, educator, and empower over being a coercive monopolist. There's so many things here that it's, it's 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 intense, but it's also relatively simple at the same time. It's empirical science, and it's focusing on being an educator, an advocator, and an empower of the consumer in your sector, but also being a, a, someone in your sector that you differentiate from everyone else. So that's one of the other key things was the pricing strategy. It's when you show up to a sector, no matter what you're doing, it's making sure when I ran, when I had success scaling my my moving company, it was because I I was the best moving company. Five-star quality service, with that, and I was the cheapest. So then my only obstacle then became developing the infrastructure to then execute on against that, but also overcoming obscurity. Obscurity is everyone's number one biggest enemy in business, obscurity. If you don't have anyone's attention, attention is the currency of business. That is why I'm leaning into this new concept. That's why I switched from the moving business and into media, because it's the reality. Attention is the currency of business. So that's why I'm starting a podcast and I'm broadcasting all over the world and I'm trying to educate, advocate, and empower, and I'm trying to invest in people and I'm trying to get people to do the same. And I want to see people pursue their dreams and I want to see people educate, advocate, and empower for others rather than just trying to like turn something on and, and manipulate and coerce someone to give you money. Why don't you focus on actually giving someone something first and then asking for their support? So instead of like just manipulating, why don't you focus on actually investing and caring in something and someone in a community that you have following you, and then you ask for their support once you've actually brought them something worthy of value or worthy of transacting on. So that's why I spend so much time. I spend almost all my resources, time, and energy on communicating at scale by leveraging the tool of technology to share powerful, authentic, fictional stories in a vulnerable, creative, cultural, relevant way. And at the end of the day, it's been incredibly successful. I mean, I'm, I'm literally have been one to two. I've had, I've had my brothers help me periodically and I've had a couple of employees periodically, but I'm bootstrapping it and I am, it's incredible what you can do with the technology today if you know what you're doing. Cause you can streamline the creation of it and you can put out written word, photo and video at scale and you can communicate with people at scale in an authentic, powerful, vulnerable fashion. And then when you do that, people want to give you their attention. And when the people give you their attention, they want to give you their support. And then all you have to do is ask. 
But the biggest thing with everything that I do is all of this. But number one is making sure I'm bringing intellectual value. That's why I do all this research when I'm not on my show. That's why I'm always researching. I research probably five to ten times more than I talk. I know a lot of you might be like, oh, you put out five podcasts a day, which I do. Five, five-minute podcasts a day a lot of times. But I'm actually researching way beyond that. I research incredible. Like when I ask a question, the whole reason I ask questions to myself on the podcast is it forces me to inspect and audit myself. Because when I ask a question and then I research, I'm deriving a more imp- improved perspective and awareness when it comes to the qualitative and quantitative data of that question. So if someone starts a podcast, you're going to really start to see this because I've seen it, is you see the improvement of who you are, your perspective, your awareness, and the removal of ego and subjectivity to be as objective as possible and removing our ego and intersubjective self from the situation so that we can realize that it's about connecting, influencing, impacting, and reaching, and educating, advocating, and empowering others to do the same. Because at the end of the day, none of us are right, none of us are wrong. It is simply our perspective. Weirman Media realizes that abundance is upon us. We must communicate our future of dignity, reason, security, accountability, human rights, justice, opportunity, innovation, and inclusiveness. Utilizing the tools of technology to communicate a transparent, authentic, vulnerable truth of self and society in which we remove insecurity, fear, inequality, artificial scarcity, manipulation, coercion, and or control that the powerful, connected, educated politicians, media mongols, back and forth economists, money hungry monopolies, and coercive companies continue to sell the consumer on, leveraging the narrative of scarcity, conflict, division, disconnect, complexity, and speed. But we see through it, through the removal of ego, no longer living in our intersubjective biases, our intersubjective delusions, or our intersubjective misinterpretations of the data, but rather leveraging the removal of subjectivity to operate as objectively as possible, leaning into the truthful insight of self and society to share our perspective and awareness in an authentic, transparent, vulnerable fashion, showing acceptance of flaws, ambiguities, and inexactness, then using them as our most powerful, relevant tool to influence others to aspire, dream, and succeed at scale by sharing impactful, empathetic, humanistic experiences of value with the world in a creative, culturally relevant fashion advocating, educating, and empowering others to do the same. Because none of us are right, none of us are wrong. It is simply our perspective. www.morelovenation.com to cop your swag now. More empathy, more compassion, more unity, more collaboration, less ego, less competition, less division, and less fighting, and more uniting. More Love Nation, more than just a clothing brand, an evolutionary and visionary mission. Thanks, Isaiah, for all you do and continue to do with the More Love Nation movement. Please, from the bottom of our hearts, if you can go check out some of our clothes at www.morelovenation.com and cop some swag, we would truly appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Thanks. Please continue to leave reviews, subscribe, and download. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you.